Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hey, welcome to the show. This is episode one. Today I'm talking about my story, how I was led to start this podcast, and just opening up a little bit about myself so you can get to know who is this Talia behind the podcast, and hopefully you'll see a bit of yourself in my story because I have a feeling we've both been through a lot. So welcome. Again, my name is Talia and I am from Vancouver Island off the west coast of Canada. I'm a mom of three. I'm a wife to my soulmate. I'm also a manifestation mentor that helps women all over the world through private coaching and my Awakening Academy, which is a monthly membership that I hold. So my daily life right now consists of yoga, hanging out with my kids and husband, coffee till three, lots of nature time and hikes, working on my business, you know, eating plants and drinking out of mason jars, but that's not always how it's been. I have been through a lot, as I'm sure you have, and from the time I was really young, I suffered with low self-esteem. I was very aware of my body and always felt um, insecure. I was bullied when I was in elementary school for being overweight, and I think that really started the separation, the realization of, you know, being cool or not cool or being enough, you know, just the fact, um, just being made fun of at such a young age, I feel like it really created that separation of me and them, and I'm alone in this, and I, I really developed that story when I was young. So because I was insecure with my body, as I grew older, I, it just got more and more, and eventually it manifested in to an eating disorder. I had believed that I was not enough from the time that I was young and that my body would make me, you know, more worthy. I always felt like that was the secret, that was the ticket, that was the thing that was going to, you know, make me feel worthy was if I lost weight and if I looked a certain way. So it did manifest into an eating disorder when I was a teenager. And I had always been a bit more on the heavy side and so when this started, I, I went on a diet. I had tried pills and diets and patches and all the things before, but for some reason this time I went on a diet where I was, you know, eating a few shakes a day and that was it. And I lost about 20 pounds and I noticed that people's reaction to me changed. It was, oh, Talia, you look so good. And you know, what are you doing? You look so healthy and fantastic. And meanwhile, I'm basically having two chocolate milks a day. And yes, I was cutting calories, but no, I wouldn't say it was healthy. Um, and it just sort of, it fed me, it gave me reassurance and approval and kudos to my body, which was the thing that I had, you know, been so insecure about for so long. And so I think I just ran with that. I started dieting more and more. I started working out more and more and, you know, just to kind of speed up the story, I 
spent a decade lost in an eating disorder. And when you're in a place, and maybe you can relate, where you're so mentally unhappy, where your inner voice is just running rampant, where you believe so many stories that aren't true about yourself, and you just, it, it becomes torturous. So for me, it didn't just stop at an eating disorder. It was, you know, various ways of numbing myself, alcohol, drugs, you know, just being in sort of... Um, coping mode for so long. I, like I mentioned, became obsessively um, into exercise where I would go to the gym several times a day and it was just never enough, never enough. I felt so insecure. My eating disorder took over my life where I couldn't go to restaurants. I was lying all the time saying I'd already eaten or, you know, just my life revolved around this eating disorder and keeping up not eating and all of the deceit and the sneak and it was just, it was crazy. Looking back now, you know, what I allowed my life to get to is just crazy. And I'm thankful for it. And, you know, we'll get to that in the story, but, you know, I'm thankful for everything that I've been through and what it's all taught me. But I do look back sometimes and just go, wow, I was very um, focused on not being good enough. And now, thankfully, my life revolves around being focused on self-love and worthiness and confidence. But it's been quite the journey to get there. So during all of this time, of this eating disorder, alcohol, drugs, um, just being severely depressed and anxious and overwhelmed. I was also reading Wayne Dyer books. I was collecting crystals. I was studying feng shui. It's so funny to look back. The universe was planting itself, you know, into my life and showing me the light and guiding me out, even when I felt really, really lost. And that's such a blessing to realize that now that the universe has had my back this entire time. I just couldn't understand it the same way I can understand it now. But I was reading the Wayne Dyer books. I was doing audio programs about, funny enough, law of attraction. And um, while also, you know, being completely lost. But that's what we are, right? We're a dichotomy. We're often a bit of light and a bit of dark. And at the depths of this eating disorder, it was very dark. Uh, you know, when I would say it was the worst, I was using drugs for days not to eat. I was obsessed with just basically fasting all the time, being upset any time that I had to eat, obsessively writing down everything that I did, every exercise I did, every morsel of food that went into my body. And so it was really, um, it was really all consuming at that point. I did not have control of my life anymore and everything revolved around food, weighing myself obsessively, even being really emotional and upset and mad at myself when I would step on the scale and weigh more after simply drinking water. It was a really, really dark time. But then I found out that I was pregnant. And it was a what you gonna do type moment, right? Where I could decide which way I was gonna go. And so I decided to be healthy for the pregnancy. I was still gonna try to lose weight after, but I decided to be healthy for the pregnancy. And I did that and um, that was really great. But after I was done being pregnant, as the months went on, the obsessive, the compulsive, the um, unhealthy behavior started creeping back in. And anyways, it got pretty bad again. And I found out I was pregnant again with my second daughter. And this 
caused me to literally hit my knees, prayed for help on the kitchen floor in a bunch of tears. And as I prayed for help, I just said, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Please help me heal. I don't want this eating disorder, insecurity, obsessive, just depression. I didn't want it anymore. I was done. And I heard a voice come through and I now know that that's intuition. And I heard it say, learn to love yourself and the rest will fall away. I get goosebumps even now saying it. And I just felt it. I felt that it was true. I felt that, yeah, I need to focus on loving myself first and then all of the other things instead of trying to quit alcohol or trying to heal this or trying to do that. I just knew I had to focus on self-love and everything changed. I was willing. I was ready. I was so sick of my own shit and I was just ready and it all changed. I turned to intuitive eating instead of micromanaging. I threw away all of my counting calorie diaries and, you know, all the diets and all the stuff. And I just thought that I would focus on eating intuitively with um, a, a specific focus on self-love. So eating for self-love. And it wasn't perfect, but it had no rules. It meant that I could have chocolate if that was self-love or enjoy an ice cream cone if that was self-love. But I would also eat a lot of plants, a lot of produce, a lot of good stuff, right? So this isn't a show about nutrition, but that was how my life absolutely changed as I realized I needed to focus on self-love. So in that, I started hearing my intuition more. And then because law of attraction is always working, and we're going to get to this in episode two, exactly what it is and how it works, um, it started bringing me more things that supported my well-being. It started bringing the perfect books, coaches, personal development programs, mentors came into my life in all different forms, and I really started rapidly healing. I made the decision. The universe backed me up. I had to be super brave in the beginning to keep going forward and and, you know, just roll with it. If I felt like I was slipping, just allowing myself to be, but then going back to the light, you know. Um, but anyway, these books, these coaches, mentors started coming into my life. I started taking really sort of intensive personal development programs and the life just called me to rise. I just shed it, you know, I was ready and I wanted to step into the light. So step by step, I would take a program here. I would read a book there. I would listen to an audio book there. I would, you know, know, um, do things step by step. And now I call that incremental upgrading, but I didn't know what I was doing back then. I was just following the light as best I could because I didn't want to live what I was living. So now I started hearing these Wayne Dyer books that I'd been listening to in a whole new light. It was like they were all new books to me. And so I went back, I was reading more. Wayne Dyer's just, he's my guy, he's my guru. So that was the main one. But then I discovered Abraham and went back through Louise Hay books and I discovered Gabby Bernstein and all sorts of amazing authors and mentors and my life just changed. It just took off. I got a coach and I was really healing and I decided that I wanted to help others who had eating disorders and became a nutrition consultant because I my idea was that I was going to help people with nutrition but also weave in the mindset, the confidence, the sort of the universe, you know, your own power within 
And so I did that for a long time or for a while, I should say about five years. And then I decided that that wasn't enough. I wanted to be more about mindset. So then I started a business called The Good Feeling Life, all about, you know, showing you that you're worthy and showing you how to change your life. And I realized through that journey that I really, really wanted to focus on the law of attraction because the law of attraction is how this all works. Our thoughts create our life. So we can go out and do a bunch of things to change. We can do a bunch of things for self-love. We can journal, we can meditate, we can take baths, but it's all so that we feel good so that we're focusing on the light, so that we're growing. And when we do that, the law of attraction brings us more things to fuel our well-being. So you see how we do a lot of things to feel good. Every program out there, every guru out there is, you know, helping you dissolve blocks and feel good and build confidence and self-love. And all of that is so that the law of attraction can gain momentum, can take over and start bringing you miracles, start bringing you manifestations, start helping you to change your body, change your bank account, bring in the love, the support, the right books and mentors like it did for me. So that's where I am today is I'm a manifestation mentor helping you to make the changes that you want, make the shifts that you want, bring in the things that you want, like the love and the travel and maybe a business, you know, abundance, health, all of the things using law of attraction, using the way that this universe works. So as you see in my story, it hasn't been an easy road. I went through a lot. This is a very short summary of my life, but I've been through a lot of traumas, a lot of setbacks, a lot of feeling alone, you know, as I mentioned, disorders, um, addictions, a lot of mental health issues just really stemming from believing at a young age that I wasn't worthy. I bought into a lot of stories of not being good enough. And because I believed that I wasn't good enough, I had thoughts about not being good enough. I had emotions about not being good enough. And I acted in a way that showed I wasn't good enough. And when we do this, law of attraction matches what you're putting out, matches your thoughts, matches your emotions, matches your actions. So all I saw in my world was proof that I wasn't good enough. I compared myself, I looked at other women and their bodies and what I should be. I read between the lines. I used the fact that I was bullied to back up. See, I'm really not good enough. And that's what happens when we're so focused on something, we believe something, all we see is proof that it's real all around us. But when I started to believe that maybe I had the answers within, maybe I should focus on self-love, and I took that radical left turn, the universe started bringing me different things. That's when it started bringing me coaches, mentors, books, aha moments, intuitive nudges. It started bringing the things that I needed to support my well-being, to support this new perception of self-love, of intuition, of a different way of doing life. The biggest thing is that I deeply was ready to change. I had sabotaged for so long. I had, you know, said I'll start Monday more times than I'll, I, you know, could ever count. But one day I was truly ready. 
and I felt like my soul was calling me to be something different. And when I hit my knees and I asked for help and I said I was ready, I heard my intuition, as I told you, and I made the choice to listen to it. And this is why it is so important to understand law of attraction and work it in your favor, is because when you believe something, when you think something, when you emote something, that gets matched and brought back to you. So I can't wait to show you how to move out of the reoccurring patterns, struggles, beliefs, and thoughts that you're having into something new so that law of attraction can rapidly start bringing you new results. Today, <laughs> it works incredibly fast. So no matter where you're at in your journey, if you're you know really deeply suffering or maybe you've stepped into the light and you're finding your way and you're really wanting to learn the law of attraction, no matter where you are, you can make a decision right now that you're ready to step into the light even more, to listen to your intuition even more, and to really answer the call to what your soul is calling you to be. You're here to make a difference. You're here to light up the people around you. You're here to seek truth and higher elevations of consciousness and really just of life. So you're in the right place. I'm really excited you're here and I'm really excited to see how your journey unfolds. I do want to warn you though, if you hang around this podcast or if you hang around the community on Facebook or jump into the Awakening Academy, if you hang around me for long enough, you will start believing in yourself. I just wanted to warn you, you will elevate your life. You will rock the law of attraction, start creating miracles. People will be going, what is her secret? What is going on here? Um, and life will change. You will up level, you will shed the stuff that is not working for you and life will change. So I just wanted to warn you. And now that you know that you can make a choice if you want to hang around or not, because I've got some incredible stuff lined up for you on this podcast. I am in it to teach you. I am in it to be your coach and your mentor because I know you can do this. And this will be your new comfy space where we will go through your awakening together. We'll crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, play in the quantum field a little bit and connect you to your power. It's going to be so fun. We're going to dissolve subconscious blocks, take inspired action, also learn how to surrender, slow down, tune in. It's going to be a life-changing time. So thanks again for spending this time on yourself and for checking out the podcast. And I will see you next time, Seeker. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Before I go, I wanted to remind you that there is a time for taking action, a time for dissolving blocks, moving through it, and doing things to help you create your dream life. But there's also a time for practicing surrender, slowing down, being in the moment, and tuning in so you can hear what the universe is calling you to be. So whatever today is calling you to be, I want you to remember that you're doing a really good job. Seriously, you're going to look back one day and see just how great of a job you were doing. And if you found value in today's episode, please leave me a review on iTunes. It makes a huge impact when you subscribe and review the show. This is how you can support me and vote that you want this show to continue. Thank you so much. And as always, sending you so much love and light. I'll see you next time, Seeker.